Hello everybody, uh, how are you all doing today? I hope you all are doing well. I hope you all are having a good morning or a good night or a good afternoon wherever you live, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but regardless, I hope you're doing well. Uh, real quick, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, then subscribe. Um, if you are uh, listening to this on Spotify, uh, make sure to follow the show, uh, and if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and ring the notification bell so you don't miss out on future episodes. Uh, the show is updated once a month, the first Friday of every month, um, and I'm really looking forward to this. I made an intro, uh, a nine-minute like intro episode uh, that won't be on the YouTube channel, but it is on the the, the actual audio podcast. Um, I'll put a link uh, I'll put, uh, the RSS feed, uh, in the description, and the reason I'm using the RSS feed and not just a link to Spotify or a link to Apple Music, uh, to Apple Podcasts, sorry, is because I want you to be able to take that RSS feed and put that in whatever podcast listening app you want to use. Okay, so, we're gonna do that. So, today's topic, and by the way, I made sure to silence my Apple Watch, and my iPhone, which I'm actually using to record the video for this, so if you're on YouTube, hi. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> I, uh, I I made sure to silence that stuff. So the topic we're we're going to be talking about today is uh, high school theater and uh, my my stories from from doing high school theater because I have quite a few. <laughs> so I was involved in the drama department all four years uh, throughout high school and you know it's funny because when I was younger I you know I, I used to live in Griswold Connecticut and if you if you've been to Jewett City that that part of Griswold um, there's a subway and there's apartments on on top like there's a subway down here and there's apartments up here um, so I used to live in in those apartments, and back then I had no issues going to school. You know, I went every day. I had perfect attendance. Um, and then in 2008, we moved to Plainfield, and it took about two weeks to get me into the school system. And that's when things kind of started to falter for me. I, I started you know, having attendance issues, and I'm trying to look into the camera, by the way, but uh, sometimes it's hard to tell, <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, it, uh, it, 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 it was, it was rough, it took, it took about two weeks, and things started, started to falter for me, um, and, you know, I, my, my attendance started slipping, and things weren't looking all that good up until high school, and my freshman year of high school, things really started to change, but not not right away. Okay, because for the first like m month or so, uh, I was still pretty rough with my attendance. But then I saw these posters going up around the school for a show, uh, Al Alice in Wonderland, and I I've always been interested in acting from a young young age. I used to take a camera and film myself acting foolish um, on the stairs. 
uh, you know, that was just something I did. I would take a camera and I would record myself sliding down the stairs. Um, I wish I had footage to show you, but I don't. Part of me is saying, thanks God, uh, thank God, but, <laughs> but, you know, another part of me is saying, darn, I wish I would have kept it, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't have it anymore, so I, I apologize for that. But in any case, I, I used to film myself going down the stairs. So I had this kind of liking, likeness for acting. Even if you, you're like, well, oh, you're just going down the stairs. How is that acting? Well, y you know, um, like being in front of a camera and stuff, you know. Um, I don't know if I necessarily ever considered doing stage, but, you know, I saw these auditions, and I saw the audition, my bad, I can't speak proper English clearly, uh, and I said, you know what, why not, I'm gonna give it a try, so audition night comes, and I go, and I'm auditioning for the role of the white rabbit, and I didn't get it, I didn't get cast as uh, the character as I was going for, I didn't even get, get an extra, um, in the show, like, I, I didn't, I didn't get it, I didn't get an extra or anything, um, so that kind of sucked, and it kind of discouraged me a little bit at first, I'm not gonna lie to you, um, you know, it, it made me, it made me feel discouraged, definitely, uh, but, you know, I, I it's, it's funny because, <laughs> People who were in the show uh, came up to me and they were like, you should be happy you weren't in Alice in Wonderland. Like, I mean, literally, they came up to me and they went, hey, be glad you weren't in that show. I'm like, it was that bad? It was that bad. Uh, so, you know, it was, yeah. But a couple months later, uh, and this is, this is, my school used to do a fall and a spring show. Uh, and they stopped doing that my junior year, but, so the fall show my freshman year was Alice in Wonderland, and the spring show was The Wizard of Oz, and I auditioned for The Wizard of Oz, originally I was auditioning for the role of the Scarecrow, but I got cast as a Winky Guard, but, you know, I was happy to just have gotten a, a part in the show at all, and one thing about my high school that you need to know is, they take their production quality very seriously. Okay, uh, I will, there's a website for the, for the school, um, I'll link that in the, the, the episode notes, which will be the YouTube description on YouTube, um, yeah, like, really, really good production quality, um, you know, uh, I, I can probably, also in, on YouTube, I can, uh, edit in photos and stuff, and I can, you know, uh, show you, like, here, if I remember exactly where this is in the, uh, the recording, here's a photo of me as Vince Fontaine, here's a photo of me as Von Hustler, here's a photo of me in makeup for the Adams Family thingy-majigger, here's a photo of me as a winky guard, woo-hoo, I hope I edited that in properly, I don't know, you tell me, but, <laughs> but, um, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I had I had a good time. I I had a good time, and uh, you know, at, at first I'm, I I was kind of bummed. I was like, oh, a winky guard, woohoo! Uh, but I did end up enjoying it. 
we we had these like military march drill things we do where we would go backstage and 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 they would make us go like this yo we yo yo ho so you know they just just made us do these things and uh you know to kind of get us into character and uh we we also you know we had a real dog for toto so so that was nice instead of instead of a person in a dog costume going no, we actually had a, a person in a dog costume, so that that was really nice. Um, I mean, we had a dog, not a person in a dog costume. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping this raw, by the way. I, I, I know people like to edit things. You, you guys need to see everything. You need to see. You need to see everything. And if you're in the podcast app, you need to hear everything, too. You probably hear the fan running because my MacBook is getting hot. Ugh, darn. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take a sip of my beverage real quick, by the way, just to, you know, cleanse my throat. If the microphone picked that up, I am so terribly sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, in all, all seriousness, I, I had a lot of fun. And I actually still have all my, my, uh, my stage scripts for uh, the shows so the wizard of oz is right here and i do have a funny story from the show that i'm going to tell you in a second but if i can ever find it i can show you my uh, notes I, uh, you know which Admittedly, for a show like this, there's not really a lot, and my pages are stuck together. <laughs> oh my god. How y'all doing, by the way? Hope you're, uh, hope I didn't scare you away. Hope you're not bored. Hope you're, hope you're enjoying this. Okay, um, you can see, ugh. See the notes? You see it? If you're on YouTube, you, you, you can see it. Good stuff. If you're on a podcast listening app, I apologize because in that case, you can't see it. But, um, yeah. So I have all those notes and stuff, you know, good stuff. There's my, there's my script for Wizard of Oz. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, when you're doing theater, you're supposed to know where you're supposed to be at all times. And,. There was one night where we were performing the show, and there's a scene in the show where the Winky Guards uh, are in the Witch's Castle, and we kind of walk around like this. And we, we would walk around like that, but... I was in the backstage dressing room, and I was thinking, I was sitting there thinking, ah, you know, I have time, it all is good, life is great, woo-hoo, yo-wee, yo, and, <laughs> and it turns out, wrong, uh, no, uh, <laughs> so I find out, and I'm thinking, ah, shit, so here I am. I go to the backstage door that leads to, like, where the stage is going, and 
one thing I was I've always been told is make it look like it was supposed to happen. So that's exactly what I did. I'm waiting back there and I just like slip into the group like like they come back around and as soon as they come back around I'm like yo we yo yeah you just you have to make it look like it was supposed to happen uh, like you, if if you come into a scene late you make it look like you were supposed to be late if you uh, forget your dialogue you make it look like you were supposed to have a 10 second pause uh, you know, because re the reality is, y your your audience isn't sitting there with a script, you know, just looking like, ah, yes, okay, he's supposed to say this, but he didn't. Boo, fooey, uh, humbug, ah, like no, they don't, <laughs> they don't do that. Um, <clears throat> at least not that I know of. I never uh, noticed anybody in the audience with a with a script going mhm mm mhm mm mhm mm mhm mm ah you know you missed that scene um <laughs> but <laughs> you, you know uh <clears throat> oh sorry for the cough by the way my throat is horrible today so you know <clears throat> it really is bad my my throat feels really really scratchy and really sore, so I do apologize for that if I cough occasionally. Um, <clears throat> but do I have any other stories from The Wizard of Oz? Or do I, should I move on to the next show? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Ah, yes I do. Um, so, our Glinda who was uh, played by Alexis Robbins. If you're watching this, shout out, by the way. Uh, uh, how, how you doing? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Long time no see. But, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> man. <laughs> for you, for you, you, you guys listening on the audio app, you're just hearing, like, five seconds of silence. For everybody on YouTube, they're just seeing... Some nineteen-year-old gay boy awkward, uh, awkward, awkward in front of a camera. Uh, your perspective is different depending on what platform you're on. Um, yeah, but oh man. Uh, so so, our 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 Glinda had this mishap that happened on stage where uh, she was in the bubble and fell out of the bubble. And she got hurt pretty bad, and she had to go on, you know, because you you know how it is with, with theater, you know, the, the show goes, you know that thing they always say, the show must go on, and unfortunately that was true, it was one of the performing nights, we couldn't do The Wizard of Oz without Glinda, and we can't just stop the show in the middle of the show, like, we can't do that, you know, people paid for tickets, we can't do that. But you know, we all we all felt so bad for her because she's out there on the stage, like w literally trying to hold back tears, doing her dialogue, and I mean, she did great. But y y she could, sh she was trying so hard, and we all you know felt horrible uh, that that happened. Okay, so, so uh, after doing the Wizard of Oz my freshman year, next year. Um, 
the school announces that they want to do uh, the Diary of Anne Frank. And at first, everybody was thinking, Hmm? Why? Why do you want to do this? Uh, but, you know something? I actually really enjoyed doing it. You can see in the script, uh, my, my you know, highlights and little circles and all the notes and stuff. Uh, so, in this show, I played uh, Mr. Crawler. Uh, just in time. We had to take the long way around. There were too many police on the streets, except it was more like this. <sighs> Finally! Thank God! We had to take the long way around. There were too many police on the streets. Okay, maybe not that sporadic, but you get the idea. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, we all we all thought it was a little weird, and especially because dur during the Wizard of Oz we had like five months to rehearse. During Anne Frank, <laughs> we only had one, one month, four weeks. No, but uh, it it, it went it went it went along well. It did. I, I'd say it went pretty good. The audience watching it was like. Bravo, bravo, good for you, good for you. You kind of sucked, but it was still good. That one right there, that one's my kid. That one's my kid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That one right there, that one, that one. Did you see them? You see them, Karen? Karen, 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 Karen. Do you see them? Do you see that person right there? That's my kid. Uh, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, I I apologize for um Oh wait. I don't have to. Because I can just edit and trim out the long mem moments of silence. So ha. I I don't have to apologize for the silence because there's a chance that you guys aren't even going to hear it <laughs> because I can cut it out. So good stuff. Um but I actually really enjoyed doing it. I did. I, I really did. Uh, there was one night where we were performing, and the guy who plays Mr. Von Don, whose name, his name was Jackson, and uh, he, he, there's a scene where he's laying on a bed. And backstage, there's a ladder that's, like, right where the backstage door is. And you know that thing, that superstition, they always say, like, oh, if you walk under a ladder, it's bad luck? Well... I had no choice, so I ended up walking through the ladder about four times, and I'm not superstitious, but any of you who are superstitious are going, wow, you really messed up, shame on you, mm, 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 mm. yeah, yeah, you made a mistake, yeah, well, maybe, because we're doing the, the scene, <laughs> and the bed collapsed almost immediately after I walked under that ladder, it, it just collapsed and he fell right through in front of a live audience oh yes oh yes this wasn't one of the rehearsals this was in front of a live audience this happened uh <laughs> you know um anything else from that show i don't know i don't think so
I don't think so. I don't think I have any other interesting stories from that show. Um, then after that, the spring show we did, we did, we did, did, D-I-D, did, uh, was The Addams Family. That one is, yeah, right here. And I went into The Addams Family with no prior knowledge on... At this point in time, I have seen, you know, the, the movies and stuff, but back then, I had, I had no, no idea what the heck, you know, the Adams Family was. It was completely new to me. So, I was going into it totally blind, uh, and I got cast as one of the ancestors. I was uh, the conquistador. And, um, I had a lot of fun. You know, I had to put on this really weird, over-exaggerated accent where I was like, But Fetter, it's locked. Um, but they're not right for each other. You know, uh, some bullshit like that. And... Somebody, somebody in the comments is probably like, That's offensive! You're doing acting! You're doing movies! It's the Adams Family. If you think that's offensive, then you're gonna hate the whole rest of the show. Um, but, but... Yeah, you know... That show was interesting, because... I had a, a mistake myself on the opening night... Um, of that, that, that show. So basically, in the beginning of the show, there is a part where all the ancestors come out of the crypt and we do uh, When You're an Adams. Uh, it's a big, big song and dance number. Uh, a lot of fun. And then at the end of the song, there's dialogue, right? Of course, there's, there's dialogue in, in stage musicals, unless it's an opera, in which case it's sung through. But the Adams Family is not an opera. So, I have a line, pretty much immediately after the, uh, the song is over, where I say, But Festa, it's locked. And I'm referring to a crypt. There's a, there's a crypt that all the ancestors come out of. And there was supposed to be somebody behind the door of the crypt holding it shut. So that when I pushed on it, there was going to be some resistance. But nobody was there. So when I pushed it, the door swung wide open. And I had to quickly grab it and hold it shut. And oh, everybody in the audience noticed. Everybody saw it. But of course, I played it off to the best that I could. You know, that's what you do when you're on stage and you're, you know, in, in the middle of the show. You, you, you kind of play it off. Um, and, you know, I get stop, stopped backstage. What happened? I thought there was supposed to be somebody behind the door. There was nobody there? No? No, there was nobody there. He's like, ah, oh, shoot. And, um, luckily that never happened again. So, good, good stuff. That never, never happened again. Uh, we did have a, a scene where Pugsley fell backwards off of his bed. That did happen. Um, 
there's a, a scene where the ghosts, the, the ancestors, are dancing on the staircase in the mansion. And one of them, I'm not going to name who, but one of them, uh, uh, their leg broke through the staircase. Uh, but luckily that is something that happened during one of the rehearsals. Um, so it wasn't in front of a live audience. And by the time we performed the show live, uh, the set was completely rebuilt. I mean, once that happened, they totally tore down the set and rebuilt it, and it was much, much sturdier. Like, like I said, they, this school cares about their production quality, and it was much, much better. Okay, we, if you're someone who, who's watching this, or listening to this, and you were, and you attended these shows at Plainfield High School in Connecticut, then you know what I'm talking about. Okay, if you are someone who attended these shows at Plainfield High School in Connecticut, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, we had these animal heads on the wall, and they were real. There was a pig's head, and I think if I remember correctly, there was a deer's head, and they were real. They were not fake. They were not, you know, they were not dummy heads. They were actually real. Like, they cared so much about making the quality of the show top-notch. Uh... And, you know, unfortunately, stuff like that does happen, but it's live theater, you know, things like that happen. You always have mistakes. You, even on Broadway, you know, mistakes happen. It's live theater. That's just part of, just part of the, the art of live theater. And so, sophomore year was the last year where we did a fall and a spring show. Uh, after that, starting my junior year, we only started we started only doing spring shows. So the next show that I did, and probably one of my personal favorites, was Mary Poppins. Uh, I have that one in a white binder right here. And in this show, I was triple cast. They uh, they really kept me on my toes on this one. Yes, they did, because I was a police officer. I was a chimney sweep, and I was Von Hustler. Now, Von Hustler was the most interesting one for me. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because I was kind of against it at first. You know, I was thinking, you sure I'm the right person for this? Because when I did the auditions, they asked me to do Von Hustler at the auditions. And I was thinking, I can't do that. I can't. I can't put on... A, a German accent. I don't know what, what that sounds like or how to do that. So they're like, okay, okay, try for uh, Mr. Banks. So, or uh, they say, try for Bert, you know, stuff like that. And I do it. And then I look at the cast list, and sure enough, I'm Von Hustler. And I'm thinking, that's a mistake. So I go to the director, who, by the way, I'm still good friends with. Um, and we go to church together. Uh, good stuff. He, uh, you know, we, 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 keep, we keep in contact. We go to church together. He was also my history teacher sophomore year, so, you know, there's also that. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I, I saw it. And I thought it was a mistake. So I go to him. And surely enough, it wasn't. It was intentional. And I was thinking, well, why did you pick me when I 
like what you probably had like five people do their best von hustler impression and you pick the person who didn't even give it an attempt and he said but that's why i picked you because and this kind of touched me a little bit because he said but that's why i picked you because i know you can do it these other people you know they can probably do it too but i know and i have the faith that you can do it and surely enough we start doing rehearsals and i start getting more confident and all of a sudden the character starts to come out more and more and you know because he's telling me be extremely over exaggerated like this is a walt disney theatrical production make it as as over the top as over dramatic as you can think of so of course the first thing that popped into my head is what do you think money of course and i think it sounded a little bit gruffer in the show but like i said my uh throat is killing me so i can't do things properly i do apologize for that but it was something along the lines of uh Mr. Banks, what objections can you have? My securities are more than adequate, and Latin America is an expanding market. What is the matter? Have you no carriage? But, Mr. Von Hustler, what I'm not able to grasp is, what is your final product? What do you think? Money, of course. Yes, money. But making money out of money, is that enough? Are you man enough to be the banker? A man has dreams of building an empire to make his name in many distant lands. And in the new world, I am told, we'll soon strike gold. Let's seize that chance with both our hands. You know, it was something along the lines of that. Um, and it's funny I mentioned that scene because during one of our rehearsals, our Mr. Banks totally forgot all of his dialogue. Like, we're up there doing the scene, and he just crapped out. He forgot everything he was supposed to say. Um, luckily, it never happened during any of the shows. Uh, but but it happened during one of the rehearsals. He totally forgot what he had to say. Um, and, you know, uh, doing the police officer was interesting, too. Because there's a scene where... Uh, Okay, you know, you know, step in time with the chimney sweeps, right? I mentioned how how it was a chimney sweep, right? Well, right before that scene, like literally right before that scene, there's another scene where I'm in the house with the Banks family. You know, uh, oh, sorry, ma'am, we found this one wandering on the street. You know, uh, there's a a scene where I am in the family, the house, talking to the family. And right after that is step in time. So as soon as I get backstage, I literally have people like coming up to me, ripping my clothes off, going like this on my face with makeup brushes, um, you know, and, and like it was intense. Like they were they were switching me from a police officer to a chimney sweep in like 10 seconds. Uh, it was intense. If you've ever done of theater, then you might know how intense it can be if you're cast as multiple characters. Um, but, you know, uh, trying to think if there's, <laughs> there's anything else 
from that show that's interesting or that stands out? Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, learning Step in Time was, was rough, though. It was about six months of choreography for tap dancing. And it was fun. But when you're someone who never tap danced before, it can be, it can be a little hard. Um, so, the last show that I did my senior year before I graduated was Grease. And that one is right here. Now, this was the biggest one for me because I played uh, uh, Vince Fontaine. And this was really exciting for me because Vince Fontaine was the character that I auditioned for. I went into the audition for that role. And so when I got cast as that role, I was like... And, you know, <laughs> so I talked about Mary Poppins keeping me on my toes. Yeah, this show definitely did that, too. Um, because my character was one of those characters where... And by the way, I also was a backup dancer in several of the songs. Uh, Summer Nights, uh, Grease Lightning, um, you know, uh, stuff like that. But, but the actual cast character that I played was Vince Fontaine. And my character was uh, in a voiceover for a majority of the show. Um, for a majority of the show, you could only hear my voice. And it was kind of interesting doing a show where you couldn't hear me, but you could see me. And, um, you know, it was, uh, it was interesting recording it like that because, you know, I was used to being on stage directly. But this this was different because, you know, I'm back in, in like an audio booth recording dialogue and it's being projected out into the audience um, until, of course, um, Act 2. Uh, in the beginning of Act 2, like right in the beginning, uh, there's a dance competition. And that is kind of when like my character is revealed to the audience. And of course, some of the people who saw me and, and some of the other dance numbers were probably looking at me and thinking, Oh shoot, that's him? He's the one? He's the voice? That was who that is? Yep. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so two stories from this, right? So the first one happened uh, during one of our... It wasn't opening night. It was the night before opening night. We always do a, like, pre-opening night uh, performance for uh, Griswold High School, and I think it was Woodstock High School, if I'm remembering correctly. Or it was Killingly. No, it might have been Killingly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Griswold and Killingly. So, we all, by the way, I should have mentioned that earlier. For every single one of the shows, we always did a pre-opening night show for Griswold and Killingly High School. Um... And there's a part where I'm, I have two monologues, okay? During this scene, this dance competition scene, I have two big monologues, one at the beginning and one at the end. But of course, I flip-flop them. So the one that I was supposed to say in the beginning, I said at the end. And the one I was supposed to say at the end, I said at the beginning. And nobody noticed, nobody noticed except for my acting partner on stage because I was doing the scene as a duo. It wasn't just me, it was me and another character named Johnny Casino.
And he's the only one who noticed it. Nobody else did. No, nobody noticed that I did it. Um, and then, and then I, it was not opening night. It was the second night in. There's a scene where I'm doing dialogue with Marty, the character Marty. I say, you know, uh, I'm Vince Fontaine. Don't your folks know that I come into your room every evening? And um, there's a cue line right before that where one of the other characters, I think it was Duty, I'm not sure, I think that's who it was, um, they say a line that's something along the lines of, what's the matter, you crippled? And that's supposed to be my cue. However, this one particular night, I didn't hear him. So I'm there waiting for him to deliver his dialogue. And so I'm standing there about 10 seconds, uh, probably probably like less than that actually, probably like five seconds. And all of a sudden Marty whispers to me, not so that the audience can hear it, but she kind of goes. And it was, it was subtle enough to where the audience couldn't tell, but you know, I could cause I was looking right at her. She goes, and in my head, I'm thinking, oh shoot, oh, oh shoot. I'm Vince Fontaine. Don't your folks know I come into your room every evening? Oh, oh over WAXX, of course. I'm going to be hosting the dance competition. You're going to be in it, aren't you? Except I, I obviously, I didn't use my regular voice. Um, you know, I, I, of course, you know, I didn't use my regular voice. But you get the idea. It was something probably along the lines of, Hey, I'm Vince Fontaine. Don't you know your folks come into my room every evening <laughs> don't you know i come into your don't your folks know i come into your room every evening you know it was something along the lines of that <laughs> don't you know i come into your folks room every evening? <laughs> oh man um but yeah these are my uh stories from doing high school theater it was definitely an, an interesting experience um and the reason this is so relevant to me and the reason this matters so much to me is because this is what got me into doing music. This is what got me into music. Um, my sophomore year, I joined the high school choir and I was in the choir for my sophomore and junior year. And um, yeah, yeah, you know, this is what cemented me into wanting to pursue music as a career. Um, and I'm actually working on uh, going to college and getting a college degree so I can be a music teacher. I want to uh, do, I want to become a high school music teacher. Um, and of course I still want to do my techno and progressive house and dubstep on the side. Uh, but as like a paying career, until the day where my music like takes off, takes off, I want to be a music teacher. That's something I want to do. And hey, some high schools are starting to offer electronic music courses. So I, if I can teach people, uh, new students, um, how to you know, produce music, that would be totally cool. But my aim is music theory. I took music theory my junior year and I would love to teach it. Um, you know, people who are new to music, who's, who have never read a scale before, who don't know about key signatures and, and stuff, I would love to teach them. Um, but, you know, this is what, what got me into doing music. 
and it also gave me a, a new love for stage theater that I never used to have. And on top of that, I also made some amazing friends while doing this. And, you know, this is the kind of thing, because like I said at the beginning of this, I, I had horrible attendance going to school when I was, uh, you know, for, for a long time. Yeah, and doing theater really made me enjoy going to school. But with that being said, I think I'm going to wrap this up now. I really hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed my stories and, you know, my kind of personality. <laughs> you know, I'm a bit bit wacky and a bit goofy. Um, I hope you really enjoyed. Uh, and until that, until next time, I almost said until then. <laughs> until next time, I will see you in the next episode, which will be... In February, let me check my calendar. Alright, um, so the next episode will be February 7th. Okay? Um, until then, bye-bye.